mortgages can be a dry subject. So here's your oasis in the desert. It's the podcast that will get you talking and thinking, or more likely drinking. The Lennon to his McCartney, the Bird to his Ernie. It's the one and only Mortgage Stew and his sidekick Martin at the LM Experience. Hi there, welcome to the LM Experience. Today it's episode 30. Big 3-0. It is indeed, Martin. Oh, that makes you feel old. Same age as me, though. 30, 30, hey, don't be laughing at that. No, right, what an opportune time to introduce Craig Parkinson, who's laughing at my bad jokes there. We've got Craig from Continuum Financial Services. Good morning, Craig. Good morning. Thank you I, did I pronounce that right? Yes, you did. Yeah, continuum. very well done. You good start. Thank you very good much. Good start. Yeah. In Latin. Go way back. Um, Craig, thanks very much for coming in uh, today. Um, Tell us about yourself. How did you get into the industry? Because you, you, you look you look baby faced. Thank you. Next to me, <laughs> I got ID the other day. <laughs> I got ID. Yeah, I did. did yeah. You? I know. I know. I can't even remember when that. Nearly kissed her. What what were you buying? Guinness after the rugby. You got ID. I know. I didn't get ID when I was eighteen. Let alone now. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, she was so embarrassed to ask me. I thought, oh god. Please oh, don't. Uh, no, exactly. Yeah, you'll you'll just get a video. A quite, make the most. Film it. Stream know, it live. Stick it on LinkedIn. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me on. Pleasure. Tell us about yourself. Tell us about yourself, Craig. How did you get into the industry? Uh, like a lot of people, by accident, to be honest, Did I you? left. I left school, and uh, my uncle had uh, IF, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uncle had an IFA firm, and uh, he said, "Well, why don't you do some work experience for me?" And mm-hmm. it's been sixteen years, no, fourteen years since, and I'm still in the still here, still, still doing here. work experience. Yeah, still work experience. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, started there. A couple of months in, he said, "Well, why don't you think about taking your mortgage exams?" Um, I didn't really know if it was something I wanted to do, but I liked seeing people face to face. I liked them coming into the office. Yeah. He was really good with me and he took me out to see clients at the houses, sort of got a feel of how you speak to mm-hmm. people. It's really. always the best yeah, bit of the job, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, it is, yeah. Absolutely. Um, at the time, we were ARs with LNG, so everything was LNG orientated. He was an, he's an investment advisor, so he did the LNG wealth side. Um, and then I became one of the guys in the office said, oh, why didn't I take you on as an apprentice? <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, it went from there, went to, went to basically just did tutelage under him, to be totally honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so come 2010, I think I, d- I did my exams, passed them, just bought a house, <laughs> got married, had a kid. Yeah, perfect. Story. Wife was on maternity, and then I went into the office, and he packed his bags and left. No way. Yeah, and he'd gone. Really? He'd gone, and I honestly thought... I no warning? No warning, no. Even a letter on the fridge? <laughs> no, no, nothing. It wasn't no, Northern nothing. Cyprus, was it? <laughs> no, not yet. Um... <laughs> And I just, I didn't know what I wanted to do, to be totally honest. That completely shook me. Yeah. Uh, and if it weren't for the fact I had a rather high overdraft on, limit on my bank, that might right. have been the end of me, to be totally right. honest. But it was very difficult. I have no clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really... I, I, there I, were I, no clients in 2007. No, no, it was a real struggle. And I thought, oh my God, what have I let myself in for? Yeah. i just gone self-employed. Um, so I had, a, I had a moment to myself in my car and thought, <laughs> all right, okay, I really need to sort of up my game here. So... And it's amazing just picking up the phone and going out and seeing people. Business is it's the simplest form of making, doing business. To yeah. be totally well, you honest. make things happen. That's what yeah. I mean. That that's a uh, I, I find those stories really interesting. I like I like that that from from adversity to success mm. route. And there's loads of people in our industry mm. that have done that over the past sort mm. of ten years. Um, and the easy thing to do would be to quit, wouldn't it? Yeah. And then oh, do you know what? I'll go and get a job. Get it's, a job. it's easily done. And mm. um, easily done. You know, and fair dues to you, Craig, for sort of battling through because I kind of get the impression that you, you're you're a very very busy broker nowadays. It is, it is busy unless you're lying on Twitter. No, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> many people do uh, that and LinkedIn. Um, 
It is it is busy. Um and to be honest, I sort of I've got out of that very luckily, just grinded myself yeah. out of that. Um LNG then stopped doing the wealth side of things. So we had to effectively my uncle said, Right, we got we have, I need to provide a wealth service and Continuum was literally just in its infancy. We knew some people there and they said, Well, why don't you come on, on board and work with us? And Continuum prom- uh, predominantly a wealth advisory firm Mm -hmm. and I was one of the only mortgage advisors at that time to do that and it sort of naturally progressed from going really from strength to strength. But a great position for you to put yourself into to be like the only mortgage guy surrounded by 10 IFAs. You've got got access to thousands of potential clients there haven't you? Yeah oh absolutely and when I first joined I thought oh my goodness you know people are going to look down on me because there's also a perception that if you're an IFA, <laughs> You've only got a mortgage advisor yeah, yeah, yeah. is, is just, yeah. it's just, yeah. you know, it's still just a nobody. Like they still think like But that. much like I don't know everything about investments and IFA, that type of thing, they don't. They know nothing, no. very little about th- mortgages. And, yeah. and it sort of has, over the time, really blended really nicely into into working well together. It's gone together. A, a complete sort of cycle, isn't it? Because mm. I was made redundant in 2008, and at that point I was the only mortgage advisor within an office of IFAs. Yeah. And when I first joined, I struggled because I went from working for a lender in the high street to going to work for an IFA practice. Mm. And the culture shock of that alone, first of all, was a big thing of suddenly just being in a different environment where suddenly it was a bit more, um, it's going to sound odd, very sort of male-dominated in terms of that it was like the old boys network sort mm. of thing. Like everybody knew everybody from like three or four bankrupted companies before and that <laughs> sort of thing. Um, but then when you get involved in that sort of environment and you're the only guy there that specialises in that sort of area, it was really quite interesting because you could you could sense after a while that you didn't quite have that same sort of um, there wasn't that kind of competition between you and them mm. because they saw themselves as being on a slightly different platform to where I was in that respect. Um, but is it very sort of interesting sort of dynamic when you work in that sort of environment? It works really well together sometimes. Mm. You know, you can comp- you complement each other. You know, if you go, yeah. I try and go, if I do a, a mortgage meeting with one of the clients from the IFAs, I try and go with them. Mm. Yeah. So that, you know, they're talking about the investment, you're talking about mortgage, and it, it can entwine itself. Yeah. Because there can. was that cycle as well, wasn't there, after the fallout of 2008, where a lot of the IFA practices did get rid of all their mortgage specialists because they felt there was no market. No. As we all kind of knew that it wasn't mm-hmm. a great deal of a market. And as a result, that left a huge gap then for people to work with IFAs in the recovery sort of stages mm. of the market, didn't it? So. Absolutely. So, what are you doing at the moment then? Uh, are you special? Are you a holistic? Broker? Uh, yeah, try to you, be. I think to, you say yes to everything that comes across your desk. Well, try not. Yeah, not, <laughs> not everything. I had one the other day. It was a five times income, interest only, but they were seventy. And wow. yeah, on, on, pen, on not even pensions, on benefits. And I thought, okay, oh, I don't really word. need that one. Yeah. Um, but try to be. Yeah, try to. Be. I think you need to adapt at the moment. It's yeah. not a. You know, you're not going to have. You might have months where you might do more purchases and remortgages, and at the moment, purchases are not so much at the moment. But if you are, you, if you're able to do everything, then you should be, in my opinion, busy. Mm. There's there's enough out there. I'm there. Tomorrow I'm going to see a first time buyer. I'm seeing a remortgager and someone that's building a property and wants a mortgage on it. You think well, if you're able to do all three, absolutely, yeah. three, three, three times opportunity. Absolutely, yeah. Mm. How do you structure your day? Do you have, do you have admin support? Because that's, that's a key thing. Absolutely, that we're talking to I, people I, at that moment. I wouldn't be able to do you what I do, do it. without without the admin. Absolutely not. No, you. How do you work then? Do you see the client, give the advice, and then pass the admin on from that point, or do you, do you keep some no, hands I'm on? All quite, the way yeah, I try and be as much hands on as because you know you want to be the point of contact mm. yourself. You know they're they're buying into you as a person. As someone said earlier, people buy people, mm. and um, if you just simply, in my opinion, if you if you 
saw them, gave the advice and said, right, okay, now that person is now taking over and you don't have that back Contact. and forth with the client yeah. constantly, it's very easy to sort of separate yourself. Well, actually, Craig is no longer looking after me, whoever it is is no longer looking after me. And then they think, well, actually, I can just go just somebody else. So you've, yeah. you've lost that connection with the mm. client and um, it's easily then, you know, they're, they're no longer a client of yours. How have you seen the market? Because we've had we've recently we've had people from Somerset and Scotland on, and and, and they're all booming. Mm. Um, and we're down in the southeast. Have mm. you seen something slightly different from maybe what they're seeing? It's a bit of a difficult one, really. I mean, one bedroom flats down our way are not going anywhere. not going anywhere at Except all. I, I just tell people not to buy them full yeah. stop. There's just there's just no point. Um, mm. Two bedroom flats around the three hundred mark. There they seem to be flying off the shelf. To be do totally you, do honest, you, do you think that's the demise of buy to let affecting one bedroom flats? Do you think that because that was the classic potentially? Buy-to-let I mean, to be, I've always always tried to put off even first time buyers buying a one bedroom flat yeah. only because you're going to outgrow it. it so quickly. Mm. And the market for a one bedroom flat is either first time buyers or it's people that are severely downsizing, mm. and you you haven't got really a whole audience available to you. What's a two bedroom? Well, you've got first time buyers, you've got people yeah. looking to go up, people looking to go down. You've got much more scope mm. to to sell to. So, it, I just think naturally one bedroom flats are you know there'll be a market for them, but they have to. They needed to fall in value, and I, I think no. Yeah, that's definitely happening. You see, you having this issue with sort of down valuations? Is that a southeast yeah. issue? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I saw think thing so. on Twitter. There's a lot of down valuation discussions oh, going yeah. on, on on Twitter at the moment. I think it's very difficult because well, I had one with a cord the other day, and uh, the the property, the, well, the guy bought it five five eighty two years ago. They put another bedroom in loft conversion. This is what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I thought, right, okay, well. They looked in the area. We all looked, and he looked, and he spoke to me, and he said, "I think comfortably we might get six fifty for it. Potentially, maybe a little bit less." Yeah. And the, the value of valued at the same price that he bought it for. It was just the one where he was giving comparables, like to- eight miles away. <laughs> and I, was, <laughs> I, I, was, I had to go back to uh, the lender and say, "Right, okay, these are my comparable. I couldn't find anything in the last three months, six mm. months that had sold locally." I thought I'd be love to know where he got his comparables mm. from. They were not the same property at all. The one yeah. was unmortgageable, and the other was eight miles away. If, it yeah. were, if he's able to provide that, no, it's not. Exactly. No. No. <laughs> if he's I, able to provide that, how the hell am I? I think this. Well, that that's how it's been allowed to get in terms of the the, the power that the values of. I'm, I'm pretty, mm. fully appreciate that their role is very very important, but I think sometimes the the lenders have been too quick to hand over pretty much all control. Mm. to valuers in that respect well, the, the email I got back from the I mean the, the lender was almost laughing but the, the email I got back is that this is the valuer's response no change to valuation yeah exactly I mean, that's so you're not managed against. to move that on from, from no no well I mean luckily they, they're still able to do just even just remortgage their current value mm. of, the, of the mortgage that they've got at the moment. not able to increase to would you not try and spin that to another lender that's that's the next step. That's the next step yeah, to look enough at. today. Yeah. The problem is, and this is everything subjective. Mm. You oh, might end up getting yeah. a six fifty valuation yeah. with another valuer going yeah. around at a different time. Well, oh. my luck at the moment, it'll be the same valuer that goes <laughs> around. <there. laughs> well, it'll, it'll do it five hundred. <laughs> that's the danger. I, mean, I had, I had a um, buy to let remortgage once, where on one situation, I think the first go we had, the valuer was fully aware of the um, tenancy agreement and the amount of rent that was coming in on the property. I and, think I remember seeing you. Yeah, and he basically downvalued the he valued the property at the right level, but then downvalued the rental, which mm. then killed the deal that way. Mm. And then we tried a different lender, and then they did it the opposite way around. <laughs> and it was just whichever way you look at it, you think, well, when you look then to try and appeal something, and you can quite easily go through. I had one in London, which was the only time I've ever been able to get one overturned. Um, and that only really got overturned because it got up to a certain level through Twitter more than anything else, where somebody spotted it and said, look, I'll 
power send of social me, media. Send me the details. I'll take a look at it because they've gone through the standard process of appeal, and the value had done that exact same response of no change to comment and. I thought it was up against it because it involved a lot of um, chain re- chain estate agencies in the centre of London. I was thinking, no way they're even going to play ball with giving me comparables. And they did. That was the funny thing. Yeah. Um, and then that was the only way it got overturned, but that's the only one ever. Mm. Craig, you mentioned then about the power of uh, social media. You were on there yesterday, weren't you, looking for a lender? and um, Registration-wise, that's yes. That's right, yeah. I mean, well, what, what, how, do you, how do you deal with social media? You're, you're, quite, you're quite vocal. Yeah. You're pretty busy on there. Is it, is it a good tool for you? I think, yeah, every every different social media platform has its different area that Pros is and best. Cons. Exactly, yeah. And Twitter is more a conversation with with people like you guys, to be yeah. totally honest. Mm-hmm. And if you have problems, how to air them and see if other people have had the same experiences, yeah. they can come back and try and help you, which uh, really nicely someone helped me with yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook in itself, I think you could potentially, if you do want to do Facebook, uh, there are more clients that can actually interact with you and actually it's easy to engage, I think, on mm-hmm. Facebook with, with potential clients. Um, LinkedIn, oh, well, I'd come <laughs> off soon, I think, to be totally honest. I must admit, I only go on there to have a laugh at people. Yeah, it's them. it's not what, quite the uh, the platform it used to be no, many, no. many years ago. I'll just wait for you to do a, a car video one yeah, day. Yeah, I might I'm thinking of doing one from, uh, from the bath because I saw someone doing that one recently. I have thought about doing that, but I just don't yeah. know if I've got the energy. Maybe we'll do one in a limo. So be, yeah, do one in a limo. <laughs> a, a Learjet on my way to Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Um, Craig, where do you see the 2019 going? You got any sort of uh, pre- predictions? There are always dangerous mm. things to do, but I mean, anything that you think might evolve this year that is. I don't know. I mean, well? Equity Release itself has had a big boom in the last in the last 12 months. I think that's that's still got a big part to play this year. Um, I haven't done many Rio mortgages. I think I've only done two, to be totally yeah. honest, because it's so difficult to to try and actually place one in. But I think there's definitely a market for there. Hopefully, that will adapt. Mm-hmm. Purchase and remortgage. I I don't do many product transfers. Have to be fair, really? but I think yeah, no. But I think I think that will come more into well, it. Why do you look at the remortgage first rather than just the natural? No, no. I think, I think you, you know you always I always give them the option to say right, you've either got your existing lender, this is what they can offer you. You've got your other one. So, you know, at the end of the day, we're right. there to take as much friction away from yeah, yeah, the yeah. remortgage process as possible. And if they trust you and think well, actually, if Crate's going to take up all the inf- yeah. then then why not do a remortgage? Yeah, exactly. Do you charge fees? Am I we do, yes, yeah. yeah. So we either charge three nine five, or you know, sometimes it'd be less, sometimes yeah. it might be nothing. Take a view in it, per, absolutely, yeah. And um, mm. I think, I mean, good luck to you. To be honest, if you if you don't charge fees in this market, it. I, to know, be totally I know, I know. There are different ways to to have different models in the industry, but I, I just I think if you want to be seen as a professional, exactly you that you pay a you mm. pay a solicitor, you, you pay do. an accountant. They've got qualifications. Yeah. We've got qualifications. So you know, yeah. you're paying for the advice. The funny thing is, sometimes with it. I've had that conversation, I think it was on LinkedIn once, and kind of the response I got back from some brokers. Um, I don't think they're fans of the podcast anyway. <laughs> but they they were the response was that, oh, well, but they've got higher level qualifications than we've got. And it's like, well, come on. Hey, it's like, it, we doesn't. Have, it, it doesn't, A, doesn't ring true, but they've got the same responsibilities on a regulatory standpoint that we've got. And that's the key element mm. to bear in mind, I think, when you're looking at whether you charge or not. And when it comes down to it, you've got that element of risk that if it doesn't go ahead, if you weren't charging anything, what would you get paid? Well, I I had three the other day that fell through after offer. Mm-hmm. Right. I think, well, if, if I didn't charge a fee, that's well I've done pocket, all, yeah. exactly that. I've, yeah. I've, I've done all, I've done a lot of time on. Mm. Why should a lot I of time? Have you? Well, yeah, I try to. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Craig, right, come on, you've got one minute to sell yourself to oh, the nation okay, well, as to why well, you are <laughs> you are the best mortgage bro- what, what, what area do you, you cover so south, south east london right. and south east and pretty to be honest pretty much anywhere all right come on so why should people use you and continuum so why should they use continuum well 
it's very di- it's very difficult to say. Everyone will say that their business is unique, but I do yeah. think that ours truly is. Um, we've got a three way partnership. Really, that's the way we sell ourselves. We've got Continuum, the advisor, and the client. If everyone works well together, then positive conti- outcomes, positive outcomes yeah. for everyone. Mm-hmm. And you know, Continuum and the advisor aren't going to be anywhere without the client. And in our opinion, vice versa. Exactly that client. But it look, Continuum looks like it's a really growing business, isn't it? It is. Yeah. We, so we started with with fifteen. We, we've we've grown every year since. We've recently gone. Uh, DA, which in itself is probably well another podcast, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, it, since then, it's just it has it has grown, and um, we've got ambitions to grow to grow. What further. numbers are you up to now? You know? I think we are up to in the forties. Okay, now, yeah. Yeah. So that's Fantastic. a big, that's a decent sized firm in yeah. our industry. I, I mean, know it's more every, IFA based. But yeah, yeah. You're still the only mortgage guy. No, no, there yeah. are other mortgage guys. And to be honest, if I was the only mortgage guy, I'd be, I'd be, <laughs> I'd be like a coffin right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, listen, um, listen, uh, Craig, I'm glad we met. We've been chatting on um, social media for a while, haven't we, we haven't Craig? And it's yeah. always nice to meet the Thank person you behind well, the big, big fans of you both. I'll, usually, when I was younger, I used to have football photos on my thing, but now I've got you two on my <laughs> so Speaking of football, yeah. moving on as well. Yeah. Um, uh, you know the question, Craig. What's your team? Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. Yes. Ah, yeah. You settling the boy? Uh, yeah, family from Croydon. Right. So um, yes, yeah, so unfortunately, I picked them up. The, the the games that I've been to where Crystal Palace have been there, I have to say, your fans are just about the noisiest fans. I they are I've good. At all. Away away fans are very very good. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Well, that's the end of episode three o. Big three o. Indeed. Done and dusted. Thank you, Craig. That's really. Thank enjoyable. you very much Thank for having me. Really Cheers, Craig. It. That's great. Um, and you can also send in your suggestions for guests or future questions to us via the Twitter feed which is at the LM Experience, and we will be back with more episodes for you shortly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening, and please subscribe and follow us on Twitter. And remember, there ain't no party like a highly regulated mortgage party, and your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on a mortgage or any other debt secured on it.